0: You are Locked On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody. Josh Neighbors here for the Locked On Nationals podcast today, brought to you by rockauto.com. On today's show, we discuss the injury to Luis Avilon and how he'll be out for the entire year with Tommy John. Very upsetting news there. We talk about the Nationals' lost 12-5 to last night to the Cardinals, Joe Ross' tough performance, and we get, really get into uh, how Dave Martinez should manage this bullpen moving forward. He's in a really difficult spot with how the starters perform and the injuries and also where the bullpen is at. He made some comments post-game yesterday. We're going to dive into those as well and then take a trip around the majors to close out the show. A lot to get to today. hope you guys enjoy. All right, let's get to it. So the news yesterday broke that Luis Avilan, the Nationals' relief pitcher, would be heading to the uh, injured list for the rest of the season. He's, he's, he's done. So I guess not the injured list. He is, you know, uh, now in a situation where he is not going to be in the active roster. He's going to get Tommy John surgery um, on his throwing arm. He is a lefty, obviously, 31 years old. So this is big news. Avilan uh, had pitched in five games, oh, excuse me, five innings so far, this year with the Nationals, obviously he was on the uh, Yankees last season, but uh, this year for the Nationals, he'd already made a a, a fair amount of appearances uh, pitching five innings in four games. So Avilan was a guy they expected to use. This is a catastrophic, um, you know, not totally demoralizing, but a huge loss because it's somebody that Dave Martinez uh, uh, planned to use a good bit. Um, and so now he is now no longer available to them as he's going to get – Tommy John surgery also uh, we have to note, you know because this is you know part of it too I mentioned Wander Suero hit the IL yesterday with the oblique stuff we'll touch on this later on in the show but just want to get that out of the way hope he's doing better hope surgery goes well and Avilan is able to get on the road to recovery last night the Nationals played the Cardinals first game of a three-game set Monday Tuesday Wednesday Cardinals win 12-5 Nats drop to five and nine overall. The Cardinals get to eight and eight. Pitchers' a record in this game. Jack Flaherty gets the win, but did not pitch too well. Get to that in a little bit. Big story here. Joe Ross, uh, not his best outing. Started off great. Thirteen pitch first inning. Two strikeouts. Even made a nice uh, catch as well. A Little fielding play. And then the kind of uh, the wheels fell off the wagon. He was leaving way too many um, of his of his sinkers up in the zone, and he ends up with uh, four and a third innings pitch. Eight hits. 10 runs, all 10 are earned, three walks, 5Ks, four homers. Um, and the first home run to Paul DeYoung, it, it was just a sinker that he left up. Uh, middle away on a sinker to Tommy Edmond, he had a changeup, or I couldn't tell it was a changeup or it was a, a slider that missed that Goldschmidt got a hold of, and I forget what pitch uh, the grand slam that Tommy Edmond had, or excuse me, that, that, um, that Paul DeYoung had as well. But uh, he just got really roughed up in this start. And you know, I don't think it's one of those situations where you have to worry too much. Bad outings happen. But but with that being said, uh, these kind of outings are beginning to pile up for the Nationals this season. And I know for you all watching, you know what I mean. I mean, they've had some really uh, demoralizing losses, that 9-5 to five loss they took in the first series, the Dodgers. That was a game that was never really particularly close. Um, that 14 to three loss, the Cardinals, the 11 to six loss, the Diamondbacks, and now a 12, five loss where these score lines are honestly giving you, you know, they, they look a little bit more, um, look a little nicer to the Nationals than honestly those games felt. I mean, that game last night and the Nats had a little offensive rally, but that game felt like it was over, uh, pretty much four or five innings into that game. And, you know, this is something that we have to, you know, it's a big conversation point, um, is that the National starting pitching has, Really just been hit or miss. I mean, they got a couple great outings out of Joe Ross horribly yesterday. Corbin has struggled so far this year. Strasburg won great, one awful. Now he's on the, the IL. Uh, even in Scherzer's first start of the year, you know, another one won the game. But he was not great either. And right now the Nationals have a minus 22 run differential. It's because they've been shellacked, absolutely shellacked, in a couple games that they've played so far this season. Right now they're three and a half games out. Um, they're last place, technically speaking, but obviously it's really early in the season, but this was another concerning, um, you know, another concerning outing. And and look, they are so short now on quality starting pitching. I mean, Joe Ross is, it was great this year, and, and now you're wondering, oh, will he do that again? Um, with, you know, great through two starts, it's all relative, but you know, oh, will, will this kind of blow up happen again? Patrick Corbin, he's he's just lost out there right now. Uh, Max is starting to dial it in, so you feel good about that. Eric Fetty has been. Pretty decent last couple stars, but still not somebody who's consistent. And then Paulo Espino, I mean, that's a huge question mark, uh, how good he's going to be. John Lester, not yet back in the rotation. Steven Strasburg is injured. This team right now is an absolute disaster on the pitching end. And when I mean disaster, I don't mean like every game is, is just horrible. It's just every game you don't know what you're going to get from everybody. You know, those three guys at the front you thought you'd be able to trust, but I feel like at this point in time, Everybody out there right now, save Paulo Espino, uh, you know, is giving you something different. Paolo Espino and Patrick Corbin are the two guys who have both given you, you know, uh, Corbin's both been bad, and then Espino, pretty good, all things considered, the situation. But Strasburg, one good, one bad. Uh, Scherzer, a couple really good, one that was not so good, even though they won the game opening day, and he settled it. So, so, you know, that was okay, but not a great start for him on that one. Joe Ross, two good, one bad. F- Fetty had a rough one earlier in the year as well. So this team on a night in and night out basis is not sure what they're going to get um, from the pitching. And that is just, you know, it, like with the schedule they've played, I've talked about it. You know, it's partially unfortunate, but they've played a lot of difficult competition. And with that, you know, with that in mind, it just, it, it puts the onus on you. Plus the COVID pause, it puts the onus on you to, you know, to try, try and start strong here. But it's just such a challenge with, you know, playing the Braves and then Dodgers. And then, uh, you know, you play the Cardinals. Uh, Diamondbacks not as good. They split there, You hoping to take advantage, but they couldn't. And then, you know, they play St. Louis again. They're in New York uh, for three games. And they play Toronto after that. So difficult stretch. And, you know, you got to bring it every night. And we're seeing what happens when the Nationals don't bring it. Um, offense, I thought last night, all things considered, was pretty good. Uh Tough for Juan Soto and Trey Turner on the whole. Juan was one for four with a walk. Um, Trey Turner was over for three, two Ks, and looked at the looked at the third strike starting off the game. Josh Bell uh, finally got a hit last night, but still he was one for five with two strikeouts. Schwarber, not great last night. Harrison was one for three, so kept his pretty decent streak going. Sean Castro drove in a pair of runs. Jan Gomes, one for three. Victor Robles, one for four. Jordy Mercer, one for three. So, I mean, their offense... It, their offense is not the issue at this point uh in time. It's just the inconsistency. I mean, I would say yesterday it was a problem, but it is the inconsistency that they're getting both their pitching and their offense. Like they're really trying to find their groove and it's been hard for them adding guys at different points. But, you know, they had a couple games against the Dodgers the offense uh went totally cold and then it picked back up in that Cardinals series some. It picked back up in that Diamondback series uh, a little bit as well. Saved that game um on Sunday, and look, the Kyle Schwarber, you know, bomb was I mean, their offense wasn't wasn't great in that game either. So pitching and the offense, you know, it's just it's such a mixed bag. Like the like the idea that the Nationals are gonna get the same thing on each day is just not there right now. Um, and if you want to keep winning series, going two of three, which is the key, winning those series, that's it's all gonna have to come together collectively. Uh and look, it's only 14 games in, so I'm not totally hitting the panic button, but they're falling into a hole steadily here. They've been treading water since that Dodger series, but that Dodger series put them behind the eight ball to a point where, um, you know, they've been playing 500 baseball since then. So you kind of need to start trending in the right direction here and get the offense uh, going. And that's the good thing is that the Nationals are not – they don't look completely helpless and lost despite the fact that everything's been all over the place so far this year. There have been moments. There have been glimpses, but they've got to put it together on a night-in and night-out basis. I'm going to take a break, when I come back, I want to talk about the bullpen, which is something that Dave Martinez stressed very much in his post-game comments, uh, and we'll kind of unpack those a little bit right after this break. Today's Locked On Nationals podcast is brought to you by 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited-edition designs at a fair price. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Rings sure to bring joy into her life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring ideal for engagement, Mother's Day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece. They're the perfect way to bring joy into her life, and they're available now through Mother's Day only at BlueNile.com. Just search the words 1010. If you're on the hunt for the perfect, unique ring she'll treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 1010 only at BlueNile.com. Today's Locked On Nationals podcast is brought to you by RockAuto.com. RockAuto.com is the best place to find affordable parts for your car or truck. RockAuto.com is a family-run business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com right now to shop for the auto body parts uh, from hundreds of manufacturers. Best of all, prices at RockAuto.com. Are always reliably low and the same for pros and do it yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on and then how did you hear about us box? So you know what we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Also, make sure you check out Locked On Today, excuse me, a new podcast and Locked On Podcast Network. Locked On Today is all the sports news you need to know in about 20 minutes every single morning. It's kind of like the daily, but for sports, Peter Bukowski does a great job hosting that. So go check that out, Locked On Today, wherever you guys get your podcast. All right, let's get into some of the post game comments from Davey Martinez yesterday following the game. And I thought there were a lot of good pointed questions asked, um, especially when it comes to the bullpen he talked about. You know, he really stressed the idea that, look, the bullpen, they're diving way too far into it way too fast. And I, I, I agree with that. It's pretty evident. Now, I thought Jessica Camarado from MLB.com asked a great question and said, well, where do you balance leaving a starter out there for too long and uh, not wanting to tax you, you know, your bullpen? Um, that's a balance, right? Like, like I thought Joe Ross probably should have been out of that game last night but because the bullpen – They left him in, and I I thought that could be potentially damaging for a guy who's built up a lot of confidence. Um, But I also understand the other part of it, too, is Luis Avilan, a guy that used a good amount, went down. Um, You know, Wander Suero, a guy who – I mean, Wander Suero, you know, you check out his usage. Max Raymond made this point the other night. Wander Suero has – I mean, he's already made appearances, excuse me, in nine games. He's worked six and a third innings in nine games so far this season for the Nats. He's been excellent so far this year. But you were with that usage. I mean, when you you know you've you've gone nine times and look, he made nine appearances um, in their first 12 games, I think it was something like that. I mean, you know, because he got hurt a couple days ago. So they are using you using that bullpen way too much. And look, they don't have Suero, they don't have Rain, um, they don't, excuse me, they don't have Avilon, and they also don't have Will Harris. So they are in a position now where they're gonna have to use and bring up a couple guys, they already have Ryan Harper. Has been added to the added into the fold now, but how you manage the situation moving forward—that's a great question for Dave Martinez. And I'm not sure there's many right answers. Um, there's not many right answers for when he—he like he is right about the bullpen point. He is actually spot on that you know, the bullpen—it's going to hurt them down the line if they, you know, if they continue to use the pen this much already. And, and he's correct about that. But also too, there's been a couple starts where they're just he's just leaving guys in. And look. Austin Voss been used some. I mean, that's a guy who can eat innings for you, right? He should be in there to eat innings. The thing is, they want Eric Fetty to be the kind of guy who can eat innings as well, but they can't use him. He's got to start games. So you begin to wonder how this gets managed uh, with Strasbourg and 10-day IL, Lester in 10-day IL. They've got Brad Hand, Daniel Hudson, Tanner Rainey, Will Harris, 10-day IL, Wander Spurrow, 10-day IL. Uh, Luis Avilon, technically 10-day IL, but he's... You know, he's, it's over for him. So they've got McGowan, Harper, Sam Clay, Espino, who's, who's ostensibly moving into a starter spot. Austin Voth, Eric Fetty. Uh, Kyle, once again, uh, Fetty is in starter spot. Kyle Finnegan, Tanner Rainey, Daniel Hudson, Brad Hand. So they have some options there, but um, they just lost one of their left-handed options, Luis Avilan. So now they've only got two in Sam Clay, and they'd like to use Sam Clay a good amount, Sam Clay and Brad Hand. But you have to be concerned about usage. Now, there's another school of thought here It's saying, well, what's the whole point, you know, if if you're in this later in the season and your team is not that competitive, what do you do, right? You know, if if you didn't manage it well early on, well, you know, it it doesn't really matter because you're you're out of it. Um, I believe this right now has been a case of some mismanagement and really horrible luck, whether it be injury luck or COVID luck, really just awful, awful luck for the Nationals so far when it comes to who has been available when they've been available and and also now the injuries too. So this is basically, I, mean, I feel like it's, you know, it's a really difficult spot because unless they get quality starts from their starters, there's no good answer because leaving a guy in is not the right answer, especially some of the guys they've got going now. Like leave a guy like Scherzer in, fine. You know, the, the guy is, um, you know, it's not like he's trying to establish anything. I mean, Rhythmically, yes, he is this season, right? But, you know, it it more affects guys like Eric Fetty and Joe Ross and Paolo Espino and and maybe even Patrick Corbin to some extent. But it more affects those guys who are trying to rebuild their confidence, Uh, you know, even Strasburg to some extent after his, you know, his layoff, and his injury, trying to rebuild that confidence. So those guys, you know, you got to protect them a little bit, but also how do you not spend the bullpen? Uh, They've just got to get better starts. They've got to get better performances from the outset from their starting pitchers. Just just that's it. Uh, and and this is something that, you know, if, if they don't like they talked about I, and this team wasn't built to sustain these injuries. But look, this is this is kind of the, the, the hand you've been dealt. Uh, it's not fair, but that is sports it's life It's whatever. You've got to be able to hand. You, you know, you've got to at least try to handle this if you want to be a winning baseball team. Um, they, they're going to have to get more quality starts. I know it's not ideal. I know it's not the situation they wanted to be in, but this is where they are. And guys like Corbin have to step up. Uh, Espino's going to have to step up. Fetty's going to have to continue to pitch well. Scherzer's going to have to continue to pitch very well Uh, and give him a chance to win every single fifth day, which I think we all believe he will. But uh, Joe Ross is going to have to get back to his winning ways, at least give his team a chance each day. So this uh, this is where the Nationals are. They need more quality starts. Dave Martinez said as much. So we need more quality starts. We're gonna tax that bullpen. He's right on that count. I'm, I'm not gonna agree with the way he's handled things uh, completely up to this point with the bullpen and some of the starting pitching, but I do agree with his assessment moving forward. They've just got to get more. And at least he's justifying it too, right? Leaving these starters in, he's justifying it by saying, I'm not, "I just like we can't tax the bullpen two weeks into the season." And he's right. And he's right on that account. So uh, hopefully, some guys can get healthy. You know, hopefully Strasburg can get back. Corbin can find himself. But right now, the Nats. Are reaching just a bit. All right, let's take one more break, and when we come back, we are going to take a look at the final two games of the series uh, here on the Locked On Nationals podcast. But first, a word from our sponsors. Quick pause for the cause. On today's show, we are brought to you by BetOnline.ag. You guys know the deal. Football season is over, as is college hoop season, but you can still get in on all the action, MLB, NHL, uh, Champions League, Super League apparently is coming if you're a soccer fan, uh, MMA, uh, boxing, celebrity boxing, all those things are available at betonline.ag. All you guys got to do is use your mobile device or computer, sign up at betonline.ag, use the promo code LOCKEDON, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, locked on, and you guys will receive a 50% deposit bonus. So if you deposit 100 bucks, you get an extra 50 as well. Once again, that is betonline.ag. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, so what is left for the Nationals here with the rest of this homestand? They've got two more games left. They've got St. Louis today at 7.05. You can watch the game on Madison or ESPN+. Plus. And then a late afternoon game, early evening, tomorrow on Wednesday, it's a 4.05 game against the Cardinals to wrap up the series. Uh, they'll have a day off before they head to New York to take on the Mets. Also, in this series, your pitching matchups, tonight against uh, against Adam Wainwright, it is Patrick Corbin. So we'll see those two go. The Nats had a lot of success last time out off Adam Wainwright. And then also, it's going to be Max Scherzer against uh, Carlos Martinez. So that is an interesting matchup as well. I know they want Martinez to kind of come along this year, but it's been a difficult stretch for him to start things off so far this season, he's 0 3 with a 7.8 ERA. Uh, ERI. Once again, we don't judge solely based off ERI, but um, he has been had so far this year. So, a couple favorable matchups for the, for the Nationals. I think they can actually take both these games despite, you know, kind of the, the difficulties we talked about. They've already taken two of three um, from the Cardinals. And if they get a decent start from Corbin today and they can do what they did last week against Adam Wainwright, I think they're going to be in good position to get a win. And then I like their chances with Scherzer against Martinez, so I think they have a good opportunity here to bounce back, get a couple wins, and get themselves headed in the right direction before they take on a very good uh, Mets team that is playing some of their best baseball right now. Kind of look around the majors, especially the National League, just to see where things stand as we head into the latter part of the opening month here in April. Uh, once again, Mets are in front of the division, seven and four. The Phillies are eight and eight. The Marlins are seven and eight. The Braves are seven and nine. The Nationals are five and nine. In the Central, the Reds lead the Central Division. They are nine and six. Milwaukee, nine and seven. The Cardinals, eight and eight. Uh, Pittsburgh, seven and nine. And the Cubs are six and nine. In the West, the Dodgers have been off to an excellent start. A lot of good teams out West right now. Dodgers are 13 and four. The Giants are 10 and six. And the Padres are 10 and eight. So That's kind of where those uh, teams set the Dimebacks and Nationals displayed are 6-10, somehow already uh, six and a half games back. The Rockies are four and twelve. American League, uh the Red Sox are one of the two teams in the American League with double-digit wins. They are 11 and 6 Tampa's 9-8. Toronto is 7-9. Baltimore also 7-9. And, and then the Yankees 5-10. Woof. It has been a rough start for New York. Royals 9-6. They are one of two teams who has not lost a series yet so far this year. Them. And the Los Angeles Dodgers, uh, they are nine and six. Indians are. Excuse me, Cleveland is eight and seven. Uh, Chicago is eight and nine. Minnesota is six and eight. Detroit is six and ten. So that division um, should get to be pretty close, kind of like we thought. Royals, a little bit of surprise early. And talk about a surprise. The AL West, Seattle Mariners are eleven and six right now. They are uh, in first place in that division. The Angels are eight and six. Oakland, scorching hot right now. Winners of eight straight games. They are uh, nine and seven overall after their one and seven start. So really impressive stuff from the Athletics getting things turned around. Rangers a nice eight and nine. The Astros are seven and eight. So things are still very tight. And the Nationals only three and a half out in their division. Obviously, it's not time to start worrying about things like that just yet but just want to update you guys on where we are all right make sure you guys follow us on twitter at lo underscore nationals follow me at josh neighbors underscore until next time my friends please stay safe